0: I don't believe there's good guys and bad guys in this. I think we as males are all bad guys working and have to continue to work on ourselves. Any male is capable. And most, if not all of us, have done harmful behaviors to women and the women around us. We've got to hold ourselves accountable.
1: Let's begin. Blank paper and pen stories to tell battles to
0: win. deep breath and count to 10 let's begin. Let's, begin. Let's, begin. Let's, begin. let's begin what up folks this is leroy barber and we are super excited to begin with season two of sit up it has been a good summer i don't know about you but I got to take a whole month off. So I'm feeling pretty rested and pretty encouraged and ready to go with the fall and to see what the fall brings. We thank y'all for following along last season. Uh, some, you know, couple thousand of you or more um, taking, taking a listen to sit up and what we're doing here. And remember, uh, we talk sports, we talk innovation, we talk theology. Uh, we talk what we call the ugly, uh, and that's injustice. We also uh, try and want to do this through what we call public discourse. That's you don't need to argue with somebody else. You need to just, just say why you do and or believe what you believe. And so uh, that is Sit Up. Uh, we are all primed to go for season two. We are thankful uh, to... Our background uh, music and intros, uh, courtesy of Matt Owen and Amina Brown. Uh, Please look them up uh, and we give them a shout out, but you check out their EPs uh, at your convenience. Uh, Amina Brown, Matt Owen, uh, shout out to y'all for what y'all give to sit up. Our producer is Andrew Morgan, uh, right from right. Well, from Kansas City uh, through Oklahoma, but right now, right here in Portland, Oregon. And a shout out to Andrew for coming back for season two. We want to start off the show uh, this season probably with, with, with something, you know, a little different. It fits us, uh, but, but probably going to be a little bit heavier than, than, than what, we, what we do uh, a lot of times. So, want to talk about the issue the issue of patriarchy. Yeah, we want to start it off uh with this. And and I tell you um I will start it off this way. Here's 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 my story. So, Tuesday this week my daughter's in school. My wife and I are both at uh, at work, we're at our offices. I'm in a meeting, and she's in a meeting. My daughter, um, who's 15 in high school, uh, through some accident, gets hit by one of the steel doors at school. We later found out that she has a concussion. So it was a pretty serious hit. In that moment, she calls me uh, and says, Hey, Dad, I'm at a nurse's office. Uh, um, I had this accident and she's clearly upset and she uh, needs to come home. I called Donna and I'm like, Hey, what's up? What you doing? I'm in a meeting. Um, you know, I text her, uh, Asia got, Asia got hurt. Can you go and, uh, I'll pick her up from school? So eventually Donna and I talk, she's like, Oh, you remember I, you know, I had this, Meeting two, I'm in this meeting, and I'm like, yeah, all right, then we'll have to figure this out. Eventually, I go and pick up a daughter. What hits me like a ton of bricks is something within me that I name as patriarchy automatically just thought and or assumed that Donna should stop what she's doing and go pick up our daughter because I was in a meeting. We both were in a meeting. And that, my friends, is the monster of patriarchy that sits within us. For you men out there, these assumptions that men's stuff is better and or more important than women. So for me, I've started this process probably heavily uh, about a year ago around how how do I get on top of this patriarchy get rid of it within me what work do I need to do one of the one of the questions um, that that came to me was, okay, so how, how do I be an ally, right? How am I, how am I ally for women? And that quickly turned inside of me to some words. My wife has used, no, 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 no. You are the problem, right? Like ally sees myself as not part of the problem and I'm going to help, you know, be this ally for women as opposed to I'm going to work on my own crap, my own patriarchy. And I think I've come to the best ally that I can be is to work on mine. And a man working on his own crap around patriarchy and challenges the system of patriarchy and holds other men accountable for their crap that they do to women is the work that we should be doing. Yes, I love my wife. Yes, I love my daughters. And I have three of them. Yes, I love my granddaughter. Yes, I love my mother and my aunties. That is not enough. I've got to work on dismantling my male privilege and patriarchy. Stuff in me and stuff in a system that has to be worked on. I've learned this they're like, like, I'm sorry, right? is just not, it just doesn't always cut it. I had the learning moment to sit in on uh, some work that men were doing around violence. So I got invited to sit in and, and, and learn what was going on and happening in the circle. And the facilitator listened to some of the stuff these men had done to women in their lives. As they wept, as they said they were sorry, and I thought, wow, this is, this is incredible. These men are getting in touch with this. And the facilitator, after that, goes around, and he looks at one of the men who were new to the circle, and he begins to replay exactly what, had ha- what that man had done to the woman he was violent against. It says, hey, yeah, like, how do you think she felt when you hit her? How do you think it felt, right, when your hand went up against her face, right? Like, walked through this not in a combative way, But so the um, I'm sorry could have some real, um, some reality to it. And in that moment, like I thought, wow, man, that is to be able to name, not just say you're sorry, but to name the effects. And so for me, I had to create a list to name the effects. So when uh, I belittle women, or my wife, or my daughters, when I, when, when I tell and or laugh at sexist jokes, when I talk over women, when I use phrases like throw like a girl, when I ignore the input of the women in my life, when I pressure women to lead like men and do like men, this is all a problem. And brothers out there, I, 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 like, I encourage you to make your list. Not just say you're sorry. Not just, not you know, not just think you're better along at this than you really are. No, make a list of the things you do that contribute not only to your own attitude of patriarchy, but to the system of patriarchy. I had to admit that I, have been baptized in male, in a male-dominated system that I am a beneficiary of. I get the privilege of the system being on my side and demeaning women or paying women less or laughing at stupid jokes. Here's 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 one definition of patriarchy. A political social system that insists that males are inherently dominating, superior to everything and anyone deemed weak, especially females, and endowed with the right to dominate and rule over the weak and to maintain that dominance through various forms of psychological terrorism and violence. Psychological terrorism. Make her feel second. Uphold uh, traditional or classic or old gender roles. Quiet. When other men are acting like idiots, this is psychological terrorism around patriarchy. This is violence. I don't believe there's good guys and bad guys in this. I think we as males are all bad guys working and have to continue to work on ourselves. Any male is capable. And most, if not all of us, have done harmful behaviors to women and the women around us. We've gotta hold ourselves accountable. It's not about intentions. You don't intend to do it, but it is about impact. Like, I didn't really mean to hurt her. You didn't mean to, but you did, and the impact is real. It's not about what you meant. The impact is the same, whether you intended it or not. It's an unconscious behavior. This this idea of patriarchy is like walking up the down escalator. If we do nothing, we go down, right? It takes us. We have to, to go up a down escalator. You actually have to walk against it. You can't just stand there. I'm reading a lot of bell hooks. And bell hooks is, is specific around some other things that, uh, this idea of, uh, of patriarchy, um, hits women of color different when working to end violence against women. It is important to remember that the history of women of color and the history of white women are not parallel. Although the battered women's movement involves all races and classes, the white middle class narrative usually dominates. Strategies that work for white women don't always work for women of color. If there are women of color in your life, remember, there's a different strategy. You want a resource? The Will to Change Male Masculinity by Bell Hooks. Get it, Read it. That's, that's my process right now, uh, and that's what I'm working on, and it's hard work, I admit, for, to all of like it's not easy to think about, it's not easy to do, uh, And I'm trying to work on that every single day. Let me leave you with that for a minute, and we'll be right back. This is the sit-up podcast.
1: We carry water on our heads, babies on our backs, joy in our hips. We till the fertile ground in our garden, in our soul, in our children, we bear fruit. We grow, we watch things grow, we yield fruit and season, we stand in front of fire, on the front lines, in front of desks, behind camera, behind pulpit, in the face of war, we face evil, we face violence, we face obstacles, we stare, struggle in the eyes, and dare struggle to stare back. We take flour, add water, make tortillas, make porridge, make naan, make dumplings, make biscuits, make dew, with hands that need the dough and build the bricks and raise the babies and teach the children and fight poverty we carry community in our wounds on our backs in our arms in our chest we take our words and gather them like so many sticks until they ignite we build fire and around that fire we sing We sing because a song always gives birth. We sing because a song always knows where the soul is wounded. We sing because a song always reminds us that we are at home in this body in this skin and around that fire we dance we dance to the tune of liberation we dance for the women who have gone before us for the women who are no longer here for the women who cannot speak we dance and fight for justice until every woman is free hear the drums in the rhythm we walk as we speak our mother tongue as we say prayers in our mother's tongues we find our language in banana leaves and avocado and mango and yams and rice and seaweed. We tell our stories while braiding the hair of our daughters, while standing in front of a boardroom, while building a business, while frying chicken. We tell our stories while leading the way in protest, while going to school, while performing surgery, because nobody gets to tell our stories for us, because our stories belong to us, because we belong to each other. We raise our hands. We raise our voices. We raise the next generation we create. We pioneer. We invent. We look ahead. We know the way. We see no path, so we use our feet to build one for the ones who will come after us. We leave a legacy in the sound of our laughter. Every day, we build a world. Thank God for women.
0: Welcome back, folks. This is Leroy Barber with the Sit-Up Podcast. And today we are talking about patriarchy. Uh, What that looks like for us as men. What is the system of patriarchy. And how we begin to work on this. So we want to shift a little bit now uh, to some current situation out of the sports world. I know we we pop off around sports a lot here on the Sit-Up Podcast. And this week, Antonio Brown was brought up on charges by Brittany Taylor, who was his trainer, and those charges uh, alleged that he raped her, that he uh, made sexual gestures unwanted towards her, And she, as a woman, brought this information forth, filed charges, and Antonio Brown now has to answer that through a lawsuit. Why is this important to the world of patriarchy? Because this woman finally gets the courage to step forward bring this lawsuit and instantly has to defend herself has to answer questions about why she waited uh what took her so long why is she doing it now uh She's after his money, all these kinds of things. When we know it has been proven that there are a number of reasons why women wait in these situations that have to do with power, that have to do with fear, that have to do with exactly what's happening to this young lady. That she instantly is some kind of gold digger. She's after his money, all these kind of things. And I'll tell you, I am appalled with some of that response. And that is a patriarchal response. That is a response that says in a society that is male dominated, that you as a woman have to prove this and... You have to prove that your motives are right for saying and telling about something horrific that happened to you. That is patriarchy at its best, which is why we have so many problems with domestic violence around the world around the world. This is like, listen, listen to this. The number of American troops killed in Afghanistan and Iraq between 2001 and 2012 was 6,488. War in Afghanistan and Iraq. The number of women who were murdered by a current or ex-male partner during that same time was 11,766. Double the amount of casualties lost in a war. 85% of intimate partner violence happens to women in our male-dominated society. Some of the statistics are incredible. Every minute, 20 people are victims of violence from an intimate partner. Right? Like worldwide, men who are exposed to to domestic violence as children are three to four times more likely to perpetuate intimate partner violence as adults. So if a man experiences violence, he takes that out on his intimate partner. A woman is beaten every nine seconds in the U.S. So why do women take their time? Why do women uh, uh, feel powerless in these situations? Because society and patriarchy backs up men. I was so annoyed at Steven Jackson, who's a former running back in the NFL, who goes on air and starts to put this young woman on trial. Steven Jackson wasn't there. Stephen Jackson and no doesn't even know what happened. But listen to this quote. Listen to this quote from from uh, from from, from Stephen Jackson around this, like from a person right who's not there. He says, "But at the end of the day, I'm on the side of the athlete until he's proven guilty." So shout out. Shout out to this athlete. Y'all know how I rock. Seriously? Shout out to Antonio Brown. You know how I rock. This is appalling. Brothers, we need to be standing up to this kind of craziness. What do you think like what do you think should happen to these athletes who at alarming rates right like are violent towards women and seems to get their hand slapped many times? Antonio Brown who went to a new team this week. This happened before he showed up with the team. Guess where he was on Wednesday? At practice. Right? Guess what? He will continue to make millions of dollars. And this young woman has to suffer through the ridicule from another athlete who was not there, who has no idea what happened. But we'll stand unapologetically with this man. That's patriarchy. We're gonna we're gonna take some action here. This fall, I mean I'm I'm starting up a, a small group with a group of men, and we're gonna do our work around patriarchy. We're gonna read some bell hooks. We're going to talk about our struggles with it. We're going to talk about the internals of it and how it's affecting us and how we treat our mothers and our wives and our daughters and any women in our lives. I suggest you do the same. Don't lean on women to solve this, hold other men accountable like Steven Jackson to tell him shut his big mouth and stop putting this woman on trial I am Leroy Barber this is the Sit Up Podcast we thank you for your time and coming back to season 2 let's begin
1: listen And let's be clear, you only get one chance, one opportunity, one request to appear, one moment to consider what you might hold dear, a few seconds to digest what might be coming near, a quick check of which direction you may wanna steer. Maybe God is pro-choice. He gave each of us a will a mind, a voice, and whether we will make statements, speak truth, or add to the noise is up to us. To take the dust we've been given, to treat our seconds like scents and watch how we spend them, to use our words like olive branches in the mouths of birds and watch where we send them. Take the negative thoughts we were taught, take our wounded souls and hearts, and let God mend them. Let's begin, blank paper and pen, stories to tell, battles to win. Deep breath, and count to 10, let's begin, let's begin, let's begin, let's begin. begin.